A few weeks ago, during my sojourn to France on pilgrimage, we celebrated Mass at the Church of the Assumption in the city of Nice. It's this beautiful, massive Gothic church, beautiful statues inside, stained glass windows, a good-sized crowd there for Mass on the Sunday. But just three years before, a radical Islamist fanatic came into church in broad daylight and killed three parishioners with a knife. It's very fresh in their minds. I had, I had read about this years back, about this attack. I know there's some videos on YouTube uh, of some of the people of that parish kind of describing what happened and trying to pray through what happened to their friends. So after we had this Mass, a beautiful Mass together, um, I met some of the parishioners afterward, and you know most of them spoke French and just a few words, but a few spoke English. And one woman in particular came up to me, and she began speaking in very clear English and said, Father, welcome to our parish. I'm so glad you're here. She said, you know, people are scared to come now. They're scared to come to church because of what happened. My son tells me, Mom, don't go to church. I'm worried for you. She says, my own son, who I tried to raise in the faith, said, Mom, don't go to church anymore. But she said, Father, I'm coming. I'm not afraid. This is my home. In the second book of Maccabees this morning, we hear about this mother who has seven sons, and they're all killed because of their faith in the living God and following God through the law of Moses. And what a beautiful example of family unity as this mother doesn't dissuade her sons from their martyrdom, but encourages them. Six of the sons are killed. The youngest is there. The youngest brother, the beloved one, the mother is still alive. And the king says to the mom, you, you convince him. You, you tell him to just kind of, just let it go. It's only eating a little bit of pork. We'll just let you go. We'll give you some money. Um, you won't need to worry about this. It'll just be something in your memory. And uh, the mother, of course, uh, speaking in her native tongue, she, they don't realize what she's saying, but she's kind of acting like she's, oh, come on, son, you know, give in. But really, she's being like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> she's convincing him that it's better to let go of the goods of the body to receive the goods of everlasting life. And even to receive the resurrection, or she knows she'll see her son again, all of her sons, in the resurrection. How beautiful is this, this unity of faith in the family where this mother who has loved her son so much is even willing to see them slain before her because she knows the power of God. She respects the law of God. She knows that there's no greater honor that her children can have than to be known as those who did not cave in the face of pain. And that's how we're called to live, too. We're called to live in this world, respecting God's law, giving witness to Jesus Christ, even ready to encourage others and ourselves to give up the goods of the body to obtain everlasting life. She says, do not be afraid of this executioner, but be worthy of your brothers and accept death 
so that in the time of mercy I may receive you again with them. What's the time of mercy? This is her looking forward to the coming of the Messiah. When the Messiah comes and gives mercy to the world, when he is resurrected, when he conquers every kind of oppression and tyranny and and death and sin, I'll receive you again. We'll be together again. May the Lord God give us courage and strength to live our faith no matter what comes and to encourage our friends and family to be strong.